This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Funeral etiquette you've never considered. Airplane disturbances. The happiest dog in history. A cub named Bilko. And Rick's brush with gymnast Nadia Comaneci. All that and unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Well, welcome to another edition of Minutia Man with Rick Kemper and Dave Stern. We took a week off last week. Uh, didn't do a podcast, but we did do a radio show. Yes, we did. Uh, so everybody can listen to that if they were. Oh, Rick, do you remember the scene in Miracle on 34th Street where... They brought the bags and bags of letters. Yes, from from kid. That's what happened to us for missing a week. I I can't tell you how many letters we got. Are we okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, people are worried about us. You know, right. so, you know, wherever you've been, but everything is fine. We just um, we only have a couple of hours of material per week. So if you throw a radio show in there, we're screwed, right? <laughs> I think the, the bigger problem is time. We've yeah. only got a couple hours of time a week to do this. So, um, But uh, it was fun, and thank you again to WLS for having us on. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, I, I, I just went to Atlanta, had a nice weekend in Atlanta with my wife, and uh, uh, I'll be talking about that a little bit later in the show. But everything okay with you, Dave? Everything is fine. I got a little sinus thing going on, but I think I'll be okay. Um, Have you the scoli- no, scoliosis on. is bo- the scoliosis is bothering me a little bit. Is it really? Is that the yeah. cur- curvature of the spine? Yeah. You know, I um, I have noticed that once I once I start getting fat again, yeah. the back starts to hurt more. Um, I thought you were going to say once I start listing my medical maladies, I could go on forever. <laughs> Well, I'm doing another podcast on the Radio Misfits <laughs> Podcast Network. It's just, yeah, it's just uh, Dave's Medicine. It runs 45 minutes twice a week. Um, <laughs> Great. Hey, have you well, ever heard, heard of something called pod fasting? Pod fasting? Pod, I just saw this this morning. Um, it's it's a it, this was an inside radio. I read all the radio trades because I I'm a media writer, so I have to stay on top of it. But. Uh, Uh, This is, uh, let me read it to you quickly. As more Americans get hooked on podcasting, some devoted fans are now listening at breakneck speed, eager to take in as many programs as possible. They are called pod fasters. They speed up the podcast playback, often two or three times faster than normal, with some saying the faster pace suits their lifestyle. (laughs) For those of you who can't listen at normal speed. Um and others noting the rapid playback helps them binge listen to entire podcast catalog. So, it, you know, if you, people say that uh, our energy level could use a little bit of uh, <laughs> right, of right. help, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you if you turn us up, if you speed us up a little bit, imagine that, that might take care of the problem right there. Then now does that mean we sound like Elvin and the Chipmunks? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fine. That's right. I mean, exactly. So instead, so instead of giving you, you know, we'll give you thirty or give us thirty minutes and we'll give you nothing of value. It's like give us like eleven minutes and we'll give you nothing of value. <laughs> exactly. That's be more worthy of us anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to say before we get started that I'm awfully sick of seeing you. Yeah. Uh, we are spending way too much time together, uh, and more time on Friday. 
Want to tell the tell everybody what's going on on Friday? That's right. From between noon and four on Friday this coming week, we will be at Galveston Steakhouse in Michigan City, Indiana. And by the way, Indiana, we've been there a little oh. too often. <laughs> Oh, my God. And yeah. no offense, Indiana, but I think yeah. after this one, we're not going to be coming around for a while. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like every week for like the last two months we've been in Indiana. So uh, we will be there for a John Landecker live broadcast and also a uh, a book signing. Mm-hmm. So we'll be there with his uh, Hall of Fame uh, edition of his book, which I always forget that I'm the co-writer of, but I actually am the co-writer of that book. So I'll be there, too, if anyone ever asks for you for my autograph, which has never happened at a John Landecker book signing. But it could happen. Yeah. This could be the first uh, time. Yeah, you're right. I've never heard anybody even remotely ask you for your autograph on no, the books. No, no. It's just like, uh, hey, hey, you, uh, do you take 20s? You know. <laughs> yeah. Get me a drink, Sparky. <laughs> right. exactly. Chop, chop, worker bee. Let's go. All right. Do we have some minutia for the ladies and gentlemen today? Sure. You want to spew the look? Oh. Don't we have a little jingly thing going on? We do. Here it goes. This week's minutia with Rick and Dave. All right. What do you got? So, you know, Rick, generally, I try to stay away from speaking my mind on social injustice. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I see a lot of social injustice throughout, you know, the news and usually I keep my mouth shut, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't like getting involved. Right. I'm I'm, I'm one of those guys, you know, we try to keep things light and fluffy on the podcast. Um, You can't be a minutia man and then get all heavy, man. No, exactly. We're like, we're like Krispy Kreme donuts, light and fluffy. (laughs) Right. But sometimes (laughs) with no, with no uh, uh, value, edible value of any kind. Right. Exactly. Empty calories. That's actually our nickname. (laughs) Uh, But I think, you know, every once in a while something happens that I see that I just it's social injustice that I I can't keep my mouth shut any longer. Okay. All right. And, and I hope this doesn't become a rant, but I'm pretty passionate about this. Okay. What, Uh, what, what (laughs) uh, do you, uh, do we have a, what's wrong with Alabama jingle? We do not. I think that just is understood. (laughs) Okay. Well, we we need to get a PO signed and we need to get one of these uh, because every week I see an Alabama story. This one comes out, uh, this headline comes out of Talladega, Alabama. You ever been to Talladega, I Alabama? have not. I've, I don't think uh, I've ever been to Alabama. Uh, nor have I. Um, here's the headline. Cousins arrested after refusing to stop having sex during funeral ceremony. <laughs> I saw this on your Facebook page. And and if I can paint a picture for the people out there, the uh, the woman cousin... <laughs> Uh, looks a little bit like Divine from the uh, polyester movie, the John Waters movies. You know the yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the giant uh, transvestite, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and the man cousin. The, I'm going to yeah. say man cousin. It looked more like a boy cousin. Was right, like right. a uh, looks like a hobbit. <laughs> well, well, those two people have names, Rick, and oh, okay. I don't think I like the way that you're talking about them. Oh, I'm sorry. Tip- Tiffany Bates, age 31, and Clifton Bridges, age 19. Tiffany, of course, is the job of the hut. And uh, well, you know, the listen, hut. Uh, her, uh, if she has a brother, you know what his name is? Master? Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, wow. That's freaking great. Oh, thank you. Um, they are first cousins. Okay, they were apprehended by the Talladega County Police after after employees of the Talladega Funeral Home complained that this couple, and I might add a loving couple, mm-hmm. okay, 
was having loud sex and were perturbing and scaring the funeral attendees. <laughs> Tiffany Bates and Clifton Bridges, who are both were both attending the funeral ceremony of their grandmother. Now they <laughs> now they don't list the name of the grandmother. Um, let's just. I mean, I don't know what the what is the female equivalent of Cletus. What is uh, uh boy? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know what? Well, let's just call her Mammy. How about right? Bertha? Okay, Bertha. That's good. Um, so they disguise. They decided to skip away from the funeral ceremony and indulge in sexual activities only a few feet away. Rick, people deal with grief in many ways. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is so true. So according to Jane Andrews, a Talladega funeral home employee, we alerted the police after several un- unsuccessful attempts to stop them from having sex on the property of the funeral home. So I, I'm just envisioning, um, excuse me, uh, uh, you two, uh, can, can you can there, you stop? There are sh- mourners here. Can you please move away from the coffin? <laughs> right, can you exactly. give us a, a pathway towards the coffin, please? <laughs> And another employee added, the woman just kept screaming and the boy just kept pounding her like he was in a porn movie. What's wrong with porn movies? Oh, my. This is such a disturbing. You know, I honestly did not read the article. I just saw the pictures and it was enough to make me not read the article. Well, and I'm sure you're like me that. There, we're, there's too much judgment going on here. These are two young lovers. <laughs> they were comforting each other in a profound moment of grief, grief, and they're brutally and unfairly castigated. Yeah. Don't you think? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh my gosh, that's. Uh, I just the poor the poor funeral workers. <laughs> you know the because you know they're, they're supposed to be calm all the time. You know you don't go to as many wakes as I do. I go to. Oh. Many, many, many wakes. Sure. And and if you can always tell which one the funeral director is, because he's the one that's talking like, hello, yes, thank you very much for coming. You know, very hushed tones. Imagine going up to, like, this this couple, uh, Divine and the Hobbit, going at it, <laughs> like, in the hallway. Where else? Was, in the bathroom? Where? I don't know. I don't know. What kind of a funeral home is this? Um, well, it's in Alabama, so I imagine this may not be the first time this has ever happened. Uh, le- well, they they do they are putting the fu in funeral. <laughs> That's true, and right. this uh, is only the second most shocking story out of Alabama this week. Uh, right, exactly, <laughs> right. Uh, okay. And this what I get. Uh, well, here's one other thing, um, and I've had our Radio Misfits Podcast Network lawyers research this. Mm-hmm. There is no law against first cousins having consensual sexual relationships in Alabama. There's no law against it. Hell, it's probably their license plate motto. (laughs) No offense to the people that live in Alabama. I'm sure there's some very fine listeners that we have in Alabama. And we're not talking about you. We're talking about those other people. (laughs) Tiffany Bates and Clifton Bridges. Who, by the way, Clifton Bridges won the retweet contest. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Well, that's a really disturbing story. Thank Uh, you for starting uh, with uh, that. You're welcome. I have a few airplane stories, uh, but first I wanted to tell you something exciting that happened to me this weekend. All right, so we flew back into Chicago on Sunday night from Atlanta, Mm -hmm. and for the first time in my entire life, I got to sit in first class. It is amazing, isn't it? Oh, my God. The the difference in lifestyles... (laughs) 
I know. Uh, from the know. first cl- first class and and the low lifes like me who have to sit. steerage. Right. Oh my god, it's unbelievable. They came they came up to me every like five minutes. Hey, uh, uh, would you like another drink? Why? Yes, I would. <laughs> right. It's eight thirty in the morning, but yeah. yes, come on, bring it on. Did you get the hot cookies? Uh, no, we had our choice of snacks. They brought a, a big. It was only an hour and a half flight from Atlanta to Chicago, so it's not, or maybe two hours. But so. The only bummer is it wasn't a long enough flight. You know what I mean? But I do. I did think at one point uh, when the curtain wasn't closed, I did think to myself, are they going to close that curtain? Because keep, <laughs> keep those other people away from us? Because this is like, first class. Right. My wife, the riffraff, is back there. Can you please? Cl- How did you get bumped? So you're, I, I'm assuming that she wasn't. Bridget wasn't bumped. No, no. Just Bridget you? was too. Both of us were. Oh, she was. Okay. Yeah. I, she, uh, you know, she just got a promotion at work. And part of the deal was that she's now like a premier member of United Airlines. So that they, they kicked her up. And, you know, we're both. We are. We are simple folk. And Bridget doesn't mind sitting in a middle seat. She's tiny. You know, she doesn't care. Yeah. It's um, So it wasn't something that we've ever asked for. But, uh, oh, is it great? <laughs> it was fantastic. So, so when you, like, look past the curtains, you see, you know, you see farmers with their chickens and their pigs yeah, flying, that's, right? Yeah, that's pretty much you how know? I felt. And I can see now how... Uh, how the rich people think, you know, the the other people, they just don't understand our our lives. Well, it, that must have been great for your elephantitis, the extra leg room. Are you kidding me? I could cross my legs. <laughs> I could. I had enough room to lift one leg on top of the other. Uh, you in know my what I've seat. Noticed? You know what I've also noticed when I'm taking air when i when i go on flights you know how you sit on the seat and then you have to readjust the seat belt yeah from the person who was sitting beforehand right um i think the last time i had to tighten it rather than loosen it was like 1996 <laughs> i am i am always letting it out i'm like oh boy yeah must have been a kid that was sitting here right it was it's probably you probably uh traveling on one of those airlines that has uh, lots of children flying right so. right exactly <laughs> otherwise <Yeah>. yikes <laughs> Right. It was yeah. They're orphans from Africa. We're on this flight, right? Because there's no way. It, yeah. I mean, I would sometimes I really have to lengthen it a lot. To, yeah, but that's going to end tomorrow. That does not happen in first class. You Do know, they? Because uh, uh, because everyone there is fat. <laughs> good. Good point. Good. Point. I fit right in. <laughs> it's like the French Revolution. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yes, hello. Uh, can I have some grapes, please? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I uh, was able to sit, sit for the first time in first class when we flew back from Orlando um, in December. And it was just, I mean, it was just remarkable. The, the piano player up there. You <laughs> well, know, we the, didn't have a piano player. <laughs> Uh, we had a violinist, a strolling <laughs> violinist. Uh, but the reason I bring up the airplane story uh, is because there are a couple of them in the news this week. And this explains why I, I don't want to ever sit back with the uh, regular folks anymore. There are two stories here, um, both that happened this week. Ready? A mm-hmm. uh, husband on a Qatar Airways flight 962 fell asleep about an hour after takeup, according to uh, India Today. 
As he drifted into upholstered oblivion, his wife picked up his phone. The wife carefully lifted her sleeping husband's index finger and pressed it against the scanner on the phone, according to the Times of India. She was a few drinks down by then, the outlet wrote, that she began to read what was on her husband's private Ugh. screen and oh, realized that he was cheating on her. Uh, yeah. now, some reports about the flight say that the wife began to hit her sleeping husband. Others describe shouting and unspecified misbehavior that was beyond the flight crew's ability to control. They had to they had to make a sudden landing at an airport nearby at Chennai, where the couple and their young child were kick off kicked off. Oh my God! There was a kid there too, a little kid. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Ugh. The woman sobered up, discussed who knows what with her husband, and the family eventually returned without further incident, you know, but still, that's one story you don't want to deal with. You don't see that in first class. You don't you don't see that in first class. Here's another one. Right, because because everybody's divorced already in first class. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) You're too fat. Yeah, <laughs> to cheat on anybody. Um, two strangers caught. Uh, this is uh, Delta Airlines. Two strangers were caught engaged in a sexual act on a Delta Airlines flight from Los Angeles to Detroit. Forty-eight-year-old woman and a twenty-eight-year-old man. Uh, who have not been publicly named, reportedly had not met before the flight, during which the woman allegedly performed oral sex on the man while they were both in their seats. Now, this is uh, according to a local four channel in Detroit. Um, the, uh, the, the passenger that was sitting next to them <laughs> yeah. said the was act, pissed that he wasn't getting any no, the act is very inappropriate in a public place now i had having just you know been on an airplane the flight down to atlanta we were in the you know with the with the unwashed and the yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my yeah. people and steerage yeah. uh the amount of space in yeah. between seats is just ridiculous i mean a first class seat is the size of the three seats that you have yeah. in the back and in order to perform this act that is uh, alleged in this story uh somebody had to be sitting like three inches away from right. that right G- giving them tips even yeah that's what he said just the tips <laughs> um yeah i um i mean if i had a nickel for every time i had to stop that from happening <laughs> <laughs> had a nickel yeah uh, uh, you know i'm sorry ma'am you're this is really inappropriate and i can't do this you know when um, we were kids and you'd read the the penthouse forum and yeah the you know, forums now, right yeah. and, and you know not much was happening and all of a sudden uh, this 48 year old woman <laughs> you know uh, but anyway uh it never t- occurred to me that the Mile High Club was something that I ever wanted to join. It just, it just, yeah. it's too uncomfortable. No, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got the armrest in the middle there, and uh, the tray table, and yeah, I don't, I don't need that kind of aggravation. So all I need is to uh, win the lottery and then uh, start traveling first class all the time. Well, now that Bridget has this, this premium. Is this going to be every time now? I don't know. I don't know how it works. I, yeah, I'm I'm new to this club. I'll let you know. I will keep you informed. I and, remember when I was I, I remember when I was there. They gave you like the hot towels on your yeah. face, and there was these fresh baked cookies, and the and there was china, and there was food. You know, really like you know chicken breast. You know, and everybody was happy. Yeah, and you talk to you talk to your neighbor because you know they were upper crust. So there was and your, the flight attendants called you sir. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and you landed actually just seconds before everybody else does too. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And, but, you know, you get on the plane first, you get off the plane first. Yeah. Right. right. There's um, always room for your luggage. Uh, and actually, when I went in first class, I was the one who was bummed. And Michelle and the kids were, you know, with everybody else. But I had just spent a week in Disney. I deserved it. You earned that. There should be first class for every husband or father after a week in Disney. Uh, speaking of first class, Peter Hamlin from Glenview, Illinois, has gotten a first class present. Rick. Oh, good. He is the winner of our retweet contest. And all you have to do is retweet one of our tweets. And you are entered into a random drawing for a prize pack worth $25. Is he our and first what, winner from the state of Illinois? I believe he is. I think, I think so. he is. Um, Peter will be getting um, Father Knows Nothing, the book by Great Rick Kempfer. Uh, he's also going to be getting the Records Truly is My Middle Name, not the Hall of Fame edition. The one that is out that's going to be out of print soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we made of money? You're getting that, and you're going to get a hey, co-written by Rick Kempfer. Uh, <laughs> it says it right on the on the book. You know what? I could even get it signed on Friday. So that adds six or seven bucks to the value. Oh, okay. And he's also going to get a Just One Bad Century Crying Cup T-shirt too. So congratulations, Peter Hamlin of Glenview, Illinois. And it's very easy to win. All you have to do is retweet our tweets. And every week we'll have a winner. And also, please subscribe on iTunes. Um, you can uh, subscribe to us on, Twi- on Twi- I was going to say Twitcher, on Stitcher, on Google Play. Uh, you can go to the RadioMisfits.com uh, website. You can listen to all the great shows, our great shows, and other great shows, shows like Nude Hippo. You know, That's Tony right. Lasano is re, uh, re-upping the Nude Hippo. Yeah, so we're looking forward out. to that. There Listen, was a great comment, inter- rate, share, subscribe. Uh, there was a great interview um, on the last episode of uh, Nude Hit- Hippo uh, about the DNA info going out of business. And uh, it was great. So I would definitely check it out. I think it's also on YouTube, too. I think they do a video thing, too. Yeah, we will never be doing that because, no. uh, you know, right now I'm in my pajama pants. Right. I think Dave has wore sweatpants, the same sweatpants every since episode sixteen. But to be fair, you wear your nicest sweatpants. Um, yeah, I do. Actually, I went to the thrift store yesterday and got myself a winter coat for four bucks. Sounds like a deal. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you got? Well, I think uh, it's. Oh, it's turn. me. It's me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's me. Um, I just gave you. I just gave you two airplane stories so it's your turn well that's okay um you know how there's all these research studies that say that link happiness with health you hear it all the time right you know the happier people live longer blah 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 right typical liberal nonsense uh here's proof that it's all bullcrap scotland's happiest dog loses his tail after wagging it too much A dog has had to have his tail amputated after he wagged it too much, and he's finally home from surgery. Actually, he had to spend two years at the Scottish Animal Welfare Clinic. Jolly Staffy Buster, that's the doggy's name, um, had to have surgery because every time he was confronted with anything, uh, you know, uh, an onion, a human, another dog, you know, whatever. He just wagged his tail uncontrollably and he wagged it so much that he, I don't know, do you break the tail? I don't know. It doesn't go into it, but he had to have his tail 
Uh, that, there's a valuable lesson there about Rick, excess happiness. Yeah, Rick, if I was a dog, that would never happen to me. <laughs> I have a dog, and uh, my dog, apparently, when I'm not here, I don't know this for a fact because I am not here, uh, but apparently when I'm not here, my dog is depressed. She lies really? in her cage, and she won't eat. She won't do anything. And, and then when I come home, it's it's the happiness factory. But uh, when I'm not here, apparently, it's just not it's not the same for her. Now, how do you know this? Do you have a little doggy cam, or you just well, some my, ice? my sons tell me this. Oh, the son, the so the sons are home, and the sons don't make the dog happy. You're the only one who makes the dog happy. Yeah, yeah, the only one who has any, uh, uh, you know, is even in my ballpark is is Bridget, and you know because she's not around during the day. When she comes home, she gets the happy, uh, the happy welcome, but. Uh, Ivy, not the happiest dog in the world, apparently. She's a German. She's German, right? Yeah. Well, she's uh, actually um, Rhodesian Ridgeback. Okay. Same thing. Right. Yeah. Isn't that uh, uh, isn't that English? Yeah, you're right. It's but, you know, I think the English are about as warm as the Germans. So, But not the Scottish. Boy, this dog, <laughs> Jolly Staffy Buster, that dog is way too happy. Um, so there you go. Oh, I love happiness. Uh, it's time for our Cubs feature of the day. Time now for a collection of Cub geekness. This is Just One Bad Century with Rick and Dave. So, you know, uh, we have uh, famous Cubs that are born every week. And this week, Steve Bilko uh, was born uh, in 1928. He played for the Cubs from 54 to 57. And uh, do, you, do you know anything about this guy? No, the only time that I hear the word Bilko, I think of um, Phil Silvers. Ah, that's where we're uh, heading. That's where we're heading here, are Oh, okay. Ready? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he looked like a ferocious slugger. He was six foot one, weighed anywhere from 230 to 260, and he was solid muscle. Um, but he really didn't hit many homers <laughs> um at the time he uh, was sent down to the minors as soon as the cubs got him in 54 they sent him to the minor leagues which was their team was in los angeles california and that's where bilko became a cult hero because in three minor league seasons he hit 330 and hit 148 home runs and became a huge box office attraction and got the attention of hollywood one hollywood star phil silvers even named a television sitcom character after him the name bilko uh, really yeah um you know here's a little piece of uh phil silver's minutia the minutia bell um john f kennedy and phil silvers were really good buddies <laughs> and i'm not kidding <laughs> And uh, John F. Kennedy, you know, he had severe back problems. Nothing like my scoliosis. No, but I mean, but he would be in enormous amounts of pain. So he would call Phil Silvers to have Phil Silvers like do a little routine, like a little you know comedy routine over the phone to cheer up John Kennedy. Wow. Yeah, that is that's a true story. And also, Phil Silvers was like best buddies with Marilyn Monroe too. Uh, and um, no idea. Frank Sinatra, um, and I, f I believe he was in the last movie with Marilyn Monroe, and I think some people think that he may have had the last conversation with Marilyn Monroe, too. Well, now there is some minutia for you. Yeah, exactly. Who, who knows where our Cubs feature will lead? 
this week at Leeds to Hollywood, California. Uh, we have uh, time for uh, one more feature. Let's uh, get to that one. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So, longtime uh, Minutia Men fans realize that uh, this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar and pulls out a name of a celebrity. And uh, after my many years in radio, I met many celebrities, and I have to tell the story of having met that person, and this is how it works. So, uh, um, I think every male our age either had a crush on this one or uh, Dorothy Hamill. Nadia Comaneci. Okay, Nadia. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's see. Um, this is probably back to 2002, 2003, something like that. We had Nadia on uh, the John Landecker show. And like you said, we, we all grew up with Nadia. Right. I think she's yeah. about the same age as us. Yeah. Right? I think she, maybe a year or two older than us. But if you don't yeah, know I think who Dorothy, she is. Dorothy, uh, Dorothy Hamill's a couple years older than us, right? I think Nadia's about our age, yeah. I think. They were both in the 1976 Olympics. One was in the Winter Olympics, Dorothy Hamill, and Nadia is a gymnast, of course, and was in the Summer Olympics. So she had a a perfect 10 score. I think the first one ever, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think Olga Colbert didn't all. Yeah, what? maybe. Yeah. Right. You know who had what the first I? one? Phil Silvers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> While he was doing gymnastics with John Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, Nadia was uh, doing some tour, uh, some uh, gymnastics tour, and she came into the show. Now, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, she's Romanian, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was booking a uh, radio show, so you don't want somebody coming in who can't speak English. That doesn't really communicate well. Sometimes you can get away with it on television. You can use subtitles or whatever, but on the radio, you can't. And when she came into our uh, green room area, I was really worried. I, I, in fact, I had scheduled for a short interview just in case. But she's like as American as you or me. Did you know that about her? No, not at all. Well, I know that she's married to Bart Connors. Or is it not Bart? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the other gym. It's Bart Connors, right? right. Yeah. Okay. Right. But she's been here since 1989. I didn't know that. So she she's very Americanized, and which was a big relief because we didn't have much prepared for her. Except, do you remember uh, the National Lampoon had a uh, record out in the seventies uh, with uh, various different bits, um, and one of them was about Nadia Comaneci. Do you, do I don't remember. remember. Okay. It, I don't remember. Is it one of those floppy records that was in the magazine? No, no. This is a regular record. And, you know, I, I think it was one of the ones that had, you know, the, the picture of the dog with a gun pointed to the dog's head and says, if you don't buy mm. this record, we will shoot this dog. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Okay, but I don't know. I'm not familiar with the record. Well, so I'll tell, I'll tell you the bit briefly. It's, it's a uh, uh, play-by-play. And I think Brian Doyle Murray was doing the play-by-play with a, with a woman. And they were doing the play-by-play of Nadia Comaneci in the Olympics. And it was it was a bit about the sexualization of these young, tiny yeah, right. girls, yeah, right? Sure. And so Brian Doyle Murray's like, uh, uh, you can see the uh, goosebumps rising on the thighs of the young Romanian girl. 
and it, it builds and builds and you know she does the flip and the, the gymnastics yeah, sure. thing and and by by the end of the bit uh, <laughs> you know, he's building up he's like he goes boy i'd like to fuck her and the female sidekick goes i'm no lezzy but boy you know? <laughs> anyway yeah. so we we played that bit for nadia and i was i was a little concerned that uh, she might take it wrong right sure she had never Why? heard it she had never heard the bit before and she thought it was hilarious so that is my uh <laughs> that is my does, nadia story does it does nadia and bar connor do they have any kids do you know i, I don't know they didn't have any you, there actually she she came by herself he wasn't there that day if i remember can correctly. you can you imagine being that kid and then uh going yeah. into gymnastics and then sucking at it just yeah. not being able to do anything can you imagine the pressure that that kid must be under to be like the the best gymnast I, don't you think that this is why you and I are such good parents? <laughs> right. There's there's no bar. Yeah. Well, the bar yeah. was set so low by us that there's right. no way they could disappoint us. They can't they can't climb under that bar. No, exactly. Right. That's limbo. You can't do that. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, to find out more about Rick and Dave, you can check us out at Eckhart'sPress.com, ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com. Uh, as Dave mentioned, we'll be in Michigan City, Indiana on Friday. You can come out and meet us in person. Or if you'd like to reach us, you can drop us a line at minutiamenpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd like to uh, thank our executive producer, Tony Lasano with Opie Productions. And Tony also produced our show on WLS. Thanks very much, Tony, for that. We're distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And if we uh, don't get called into the radio station again, we'll be back again next week with another episode of Minutiament. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Can I have some grapes, please? <laughs> <laughs>